Sales is King, episode 53. Everybody. Welcome back to Sales is King. Dan Sixsmith, your host. Happy to be with you. And uh, we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Sorry about that. Been um, really jamming hard on a few projects and coming up on end of quarter. So um, was a little bit out of pocket. Hope you had a great quarter. Hope things are going well. Hope your summer's going well. Um, today I want to talk about a um, new study that is in the works um, from Forrester on the key attributes of the 21st century B2B seller. Okay, we know that buyers have changed and we know that the majority of sellers have not. Thus, we are faced with a decreasing percentage of salespeople attaining quota. Um, but for me, this is probably the most exciting time to be in sales because there is a tremendous opportunity for all of us because the rules are being rewritten and the mediocre salespeople now have a chance to be great. The great, the great salespeople need to maintain their greatness and perhaps go and become even better or they may drop down if they don't adjust. So with the rules being rewritten by the buyers, uh, we in sales need to make sure we're adjusting. And again, guys, I'm a practitioner just like you. I'm out there selling for um, a few different organizations. And um, myself and my team and my teammates, we are seeing these changes out there. And we're working with companies and we're working to try and help ourselves improve and win more business. So the key is, firstly and foremost, number one is we need to be aware that we just simply can't do what we've been doing in the past and expect it to work today because the rules of the game have changed. So I want to jump into some of the key characteristics of this 21st century B2B seller by Forrester. And the survey is out there now. The study is in work. It should be coming out. But they've put together a little framework. And let's go through them. And I'll mention um, each of them initially, and then we'll go through in a little additional depth. First, an empathetic partner. Second, flexible and adaptive behavior. Third, storytelling mastery. Fourth, an advocacy focus. Fifth, an operational mindset. And sixth, digital adeptness. So those are the key attributes of the 21st century B2B seller. And, and some of us out there refer to it as modern selling. Um, but we need to get on this bandwagon immediately. I can't emphasize this enough, guys. We must make sure that we are following the new way of selling, the new way that buyers want to buy. So let's start to break down these individual components. Um, number one, an empathetic partner. So, you know, how many times have we heard the word empathy uh, used today, particularly on my podcast? But if you're a follower of Gary Vaynerchuk, he's a huge uh, proponent of, the, of this. But, you know, I am concerned that 
um, maybe a lot of us out there, sometimes, you know, even um, the best of us uh, fall into the trap of just kind of thinking about our own kind of needs um, and almost feign interest in what the buyer is going through. So the, the key thing that I want to emphasize is that true empathy um, needs to be authentic. And true empathy begins with um, curiosity, okay? True empathy begins with curiosity. We need to truly want to know um, the plight of our prospect, of our customer, what their issues are, what their challenges are, what their objectives are, um, if they've been successful to date, where they've fallen down, how important uh, the stakes are, how much they have uh, tied to this type of success. So the only way we do that is by being truly curious and truly interested and truly care. Um, I joke with my wife because for years um, she takes such a tremendous interest in people when she meets people. You know, um, oftentimes when I meet people, sometimes I say, how are you? And um, I say to her, you know, sometimes I just don't care what they're going to say back. Um, and that's really not uh, the right way to go about relationships. My wife, on the other hand, is truly um, an empathetic person. She really wants to know. And now she's a counselor, so um, that's probably part of it. But she truly wants to know how that other person is doing, and she truly cares. So in business, we need to truly care, you know? Um, we need to be able to get that prospect to open up, to speak to us, to tell us what they are experiencing. And we then, so, so what is empathy? Empathy is curiosity plus, um, curiosity plus care, right? Empathy is curiosity plus caring. It's, it's showing, but it's also, you know, um, putting yourself in the customer's shoes. Um, perhaps saying that you know this or you've experienced this before. Um, if you're having a personal issue and you talk to a friend about it, it really helps if they've experienced it as well. You know, that they're going through it also. That makes you feel better. That makes you feel connected to them. Um, and that's, to me, again, we're going to come back to this word, but connection, to me, is the biggest and most powerful word in digital commerce today, connection. So, you know, if you can demonstrate that you've been through this or, you know, you've, you've worked with many stakeholders and you've helped them get through this, that, to me, is true empathy, okay? Um, you know, so really do some work on empathy. And, and, and the other component of empathy is listening. Okay, we need to be good listeners. You know, we have to actively listen. We need to listen in detail, um, you know, with a very, very um, intent ear to pick up things that we know that potentially we can help. So um, empathetic partner, number one. Number two, flexible and adaptive behavior. Well, um, if we haven't figured this out by now, with the uh, rate of change in digital commerce today, digital business, um, flexibility and adaptivity is key, of course. And if we're competing for a prospect's business, uh, they want to know that we can um, pivot 
as needed because their needs are going to change quickly. And we have to have a flexible organization. We have to be flexible. We have to be open. We have to be, um, we have to be able to adapt as salespeople. Um, it's part of the customer experience. If you're working for a company that's rigid, get the hell out of there now because that company is not going to do well in the 21st century. Now, think about it when you go to a restaurant, okay? If you ask for a meal that's different than what is on the menu, so you'd like it prepared slightly differently, um, don't you feel great when you go to a restaurant and the waiter or waitress says, absolutely, we can do this, no problem. But then there's the other restaurants where you know, the waiter or waitress has a look of horror on their face when you ask for something out of the ordinary because they're going to be beaten to a pulp by the angry chefs in the back who want everything to be rigidly their way. That's a horrible customer experience. So similarly, in a B2B sales environment, think about it. You know, the customers want flexibility. They want adaptability. They want things their way. And if you can't give it to them, guess what? They've got five or six other vendors that will do it. So if you can't be flexible and adaptive, you're going to be in trouble. Number three, storytelling mastery. Okay, we've heard so much about storytelling, both in marketing and sales. Um, you know, but how do we achieve storytelling mastery? You know, um, to me, we have to be, you know, again, authentic. We have to have um, a personal story that we can relate that is going to give us a greater connection with the buyer, um, first and foremost. They want to uh, trust you, you know. You need them to trust you. And if they don't trust you, there's no sale. So you have to demonstrate um, a likability, a relatability, right? So you need to be able to relay a story something that relates to how you potentially have helped solve this problem before for somebody like the prospect. Um, you have to relate stories of success, um, how you've used uh, a superior customer experience to get prospects and new customers to achieve great results, okay? They're putting their uh, trust in you and you need to be able to tell stories that relate because the story is the key. The stories elicit emotion, and emotion is going to help you seal the deal. You know, Tony Robbins tells this story um, that, you know, how important is emotion? You know, storytelling, um, for the sake of storytelling, is uh, not enough. But he talks about um you know, how all of us remember, you know, where we were, what we were doing on September 11th, 2001. I certainly can remember exactly uh, the path I took to work. I was in New York City during that day. <clears throat> what was going on around me? What happened when I got into the office? Um, you know, how I looked out the window and watched the buildings uh, fall. It was a horrible day. But as Tony Robbins says, um, can you remember what you were doing on September 10th, 2001? No, I can't. So emotion helps us remember. 
you know, an emotion is key. So in telling the stories, we need to be able to um, connect and deliver that emotion. And um, that this is this is an area that we really need to make sure that we're good at, that we read up on, and that we have baked into our uh, conversation. And again, I say conversation. I, I'm not a uh, a fan of the word pitch. You know, <clears throat> go in and have a conversation. You know, connect with somebody, um, and move forward. Next, uh, the next one here is advocacy focus. Okay. And this is what comes to mind um, when I hear ad- advocacy focus. Um, we need to, in sales, we need to not only sell to people and increase our customer base, but we need to create advocates. We need champions. We need fans. You know, we need people that are going to say, hey, you should buy from Dan. You know, I had a great experience with him, he never let me down. His company is great. The customer experience is great. You can trust him. You know, so you need advocates. You need referrals. You need people that are going to go to bat for you and say, yeah, man, you should definitely buy from this company. Um, and that's what we have to do. And that, to me, when we talk about a customer experience, a sales experience, we have to deliver something unique. You know, so when you're contacted by someone, you know, think about your response. Is this is the, is it the typical you know response that every Tom, Dick, and Harry responds? You know, or are you doing something different? Are you responding with value? Are you sending something that perhaps no one else does? Are you sending something via email, a link, or or are you sending something in the mail, um, a gift, um, anything that's going to make you stand out? But you know, ultimately, you're going to follow this sale through, and you're going to Start to create advocates for you and your company. Next, an operational mindset. What does this mean? Well, what this means to me is that it's just not enough today to go in and talk about what we do. Okay? We need to know, we need to talk about, you know, how we make people money. You know, how we get people promoted. Um... You know, we need to go in and ask questions about strategy and tactics. We need to understand business guys. You know, that's what they mean by a strategic partner. That, that doesn't mean just some, something in name only. That means strategy. That's part of the term strategic partner. You need to know business. You need to know how this organization runs that you're going in and working with. And again, I know if you've listened a lot, you've heard this repetitively, but research, 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 you know, get your hands on what's going on with that individual and with that organization. Um, Where are the issues they're running into? How do they make money? How can you make them make more money? How can you make them sell more? How can you save them money? You know, how do you help them reduce headcount? Whatever it is, this is the mindset that sellers in the 21st century need to have, an operational mindset. Next, digital adeptness. Okay, well, what does that mean? That means that there are many different channels that we need to connect with buyers on today. Um, many of them are digital. You know, we still call, we still speak on the phone. You know, we still meet at trade shows, but 
digital? You know, are we adept at emails? Can we can we write well? Can you write well? If you don't write well as a salesperson, you're in trouble. You need to write well. You need to be able to, um, you know, put compelling arguments together sometimes in a in an email. You know, um, so you need to position yourself. You need to write well. You need good grammar. Um, you need to be a good email writer. You need to be able to text. You need to get people's cell phones numbers. You need to be a social seller, right? You need to be engaged on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat, every on Instagram TV, on YouTube, everywhere your prospect is, you need to be able to build a path to them. So you need to be digitally adept. You need to be using the right tools, whether it's CRM, whether it's content management systems, you know, whether it's tools, sales tools, presentation tools. You need to know all of this stuff and you need to be adept at using this and pulling in the right tools to leverage at the right time. So the B2B seller, the key attributes of the 21st century seller, and there'll be more coming out from Forrester, once again, an empathetic partner, flexible and adaptive behavior, storytelling mastery, advocacy, advocacy focus, operational mindset, digital adeptness. Do it. And 100% reason to remember the name. 10% luck and 20% skill. 15% concentrated power of will. Yeah. 5% pleasure and 50% pain. And 100% reason to remember the name. name.